Hello and welcome to Making Michaela. I'm your host, Michaela Lacey, a 19-year-old marketing student, marketing intern, content creator, and to be completely transparent, a part-time server. My mission is to help women from just out of high school to their late 20s navigate growing up. I'll be sharing perspectives from experts, friends, and myself in topics ranging from wellness and skincare to networking, manifestation, and finding your career path. All to help you and me build our best aligned lives. Because growing up hard. I am so excited for this podcast to bring some sort of value to your journey, and if it does, please don't forget to rate and review the show. Hello, and welcome back to Making Michaela. Today's episode is a solo, and we are talking all about fall, fall motivation, inspiration, getting back on track, even though I'll talk about my opinions on that. I am really excited for today's episode. I haven't done a solo since the very first one, and this is the fifth episode. So maybe increments of five will do. I do have a few more guests lined up, but we do have scheduling conflicts for the next two weeks. So we've got a solo and then me and Masai are going to do another together. And then after that, it will be back to your regularly scheduled guests. But let me set the scene for you because the vibes that I am right now are what I want to emulate all of this fall. Let me just help you understand. Okay, let me set you the scene of me as we are speaking. I just took a shower, shaved my entire body, put on Osea body oil, which smells so freaking good and it's not toxic. I put on a big comfy pink sweatshirt. I have on Skims boy shorts and then pink long fuzzy socks. And I have a freaking pumpkin cream cold brew in my hand as we're speaking. And I have hair oil in, jojoba oil in my hair, and it's in a slick back bun. That's my life right now. It needs to be my life forever. And I feel so good right now. So cozy. And I am just so excited for fall and so excited for all the things that we are going to talk about right now. The party of summer is over and it is officially grind time. I've been off of my usual schedule with the social calendar that summer has brought me. I thought I would be less busy. I actually was kind of more busy for whatever freaking reason. I've probably gained a few pounds as well, or maybe I'm just not as toned as usual, but I saw a TikTok of a beautiful woman doing yoga and giving a speech, and she was asking if regretting skipping a workout to spend time with a friend that's usually away at college is worth it. So now my outlook towards any change in my body this summer is gratitude for the experience that came with it. And I think that that is a way healthier mindset to be in than, oh my God, like I totally was off track and now I have to make up for all this progress that I lost. There is no reason to be thinking that way. It's really unhealthy. Summer is like the balance to your freaking year. I think that that is the time where you can do whatever the heck you want and you should not be feeling bad about any of it. And it's all an experience. And I'm sure that whenever you were eating a meal that maybe wasn't the healthiest, you were doing it with the people that you love and that maybe aren't even here normally during the regular year. So it's worth it. Don't think bad about yourself for that. And be grateful that you get to have those experiences because it will change your motivation and it will make you more motivated because it can deplete your motivation whenever you're thinking that way because a lot of people have an all or nothing mindset, me included, a few years ago, really up until last year. I had this all or nothing mindset to where if I'm not doing every single thing on my to-do list, not hitting all my fitness goals, then there's no reason I'm doing any of it. 
which is not true at all and an insane way to think and really an exclusive way of thinking because you're saying that if I'm not able to complete this one goal, and maybe it's even because of situations that were out of your control, like you went somewhere with a friend, you had certain obligations or even to like a family party and they didn't have a healthy meal and you didn't bring a healthy meal. And since you didn't check that part of your to-do list off that day, that means that you don't have to do anything else because it's not worth it anyways. And that is the worst way of thinking. Thinking of summer in your year as that way, thinking, oh my god, well, I just ruined so much of my progress, so there's no reason for me to even try to get back on track. No, that is not a good thought process. And the only reason that I am wanting to get quote-unquote back on track, which I think is a, I think it's an odd term. Well, I guess it makes sense, but I think that sometimes it can be a negative term and I don't mean it to be that way, but because I felt really bad and not bad in the sense like, oh, I'm like eating so much bad food and not working out all the time. I just feel bad because it does affect the insides of my body. Like I do feel like I have less energy because of it and it's not about the way that I look or anything. It's just that I don't have as much energy. I'm taking naps for like hours in the middle of the day and that's not normal. It shouldn't be a normal thing and so I want to get back to feeling my best. Anyways, if you think that you were off of your game this summer, you weren't. You were just playing a different and more playful or social game, which is something to be grateful for. That being said, the game, the party, whatever, it's over. And it's time to switch gears. I am so excited to be back to a structured routine because that is just where I thrive. My schedule is slightly concerning because apparently I signed up for classes late. I don't think it was late at all, but I guess that there are just a million people going to my school. So I wanted to do all online classes and none of my classes had any that weren't full for online. So I had to do classes in person for all of them. And so I have class from 8.30 a.m. to 2.30, which kind of sucks, but I just finished my first week and it was actually kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. I actually felt really good and felt very productive being there because my problem with being in class is that I feel like I can do most of the work faster than everyone else. So I feel like halfway through the class, I'm like, okay, I should be able to leave right now. Like I'm done with everything that I have to do, but luckily I have my computer with me so I can complete other work. And then I'm even more productive because now I completed that work and other internship personal work. So it's been a fun routine. Anyways, my schedule is a little bit more hectic because I do have to work out way earlier in the morning. Me and my boyfriend both woke up at 5.30 So I have to wake up that early to get in my workout. That's a little scary, but I actually felt really good. And that was the only day, the first day, was the only day in probably months that I have not taken a nap because I had more energy, because I was more productive. So that was crazy. And that made me feel really good. And it gave me a new inspiration in life. So I feel like whenever the seasons change, it's so important to tap into that season because that's really how you get your inspiration and motivation and it can just be really fun. But tapping into that, me and my best friend Masai, who was on my last episode, we made quarter three vision boards because we made a vision board for the very beginning of the year. But I feel like 
halfway through the year, it is very important to re-up that and change it because things may have gone not the way that you thought they were going to go, or maybe you have different goals now and that's totally okay. And you just need to account for it and make a new vision board so that you can start manifesting what you're desiring right now and give you the inspiration. So just to give some inspo, I will talk about how I made mine. I made it on Canva and I just put it as my laptop background because I'm on it all the time. And so it's really in the background of whatever I do. And sometimes I just like to look at it because it just inspires you whenever you have pictures of things that you want to work towards. Anyway, so some things that I have on mine, for example, is girls doing Pilates which has always been on there. That's just a part of my life that I always want to keep. So even if it's something I'm already doing daily, I'm still going to put it on there just to give an overall vision of the life that I want to have. I put people studying, which is good because if I didn't put it there, I wouldn't do it. I think that the girls who were smart very early on understand that we never really had to study or learn anything. And now that we're in these harder courses, it's very hard to get ourselves to study because we feel like we don't have to because we've always just like gotten A's without studying. So it's a whole new world now. Anyways, I put some pictures of that just to try to motivate myself, make it a little aesthetic hobby and some kind of romanticization. I put healthy things such as green juice, which can help with my skin because I just started tretinoin and my skin is really going through it like super duper bad and I'm waiting for the breakup period to stop. So things like green juice, healthy foods so that I'm not inflaming my skin any further. I put pictures of planes and girls with cute pink luggage because I have a cute pink suitcase and I love it. I want to be traveling, of course, and I don't have any travel plans for quarter three so far. Well, actually, I do. I'm actually leaving next week, so I actually don't know what I'm talking about. But I love surprise trips. I love planning something on the go. So that's on there because I think that that just makes life so much more spontaneous and adventurous and fun. I have Erwan smoothies <laughs> because I love Erwan so much and I want to go to LA. I have my infrared sauna, which I do already go to, but again, I want to keep that part in my life. I have a cute non-face picture of a girl and her boyfriend, just like making sure me and my boyfriend are staying aesthetic and cute and adorable. And I have pictures of girls recording their podcast. I have a picture of the Dear Media studio because that's a big dream, but I love Dear Media and that it's all strong women sharing their voices and that is the whole theme of it. I love that. What else do I have on here? That's actually it. And that's okay. I feel like I maybe have other areas in my life, but I did that quickly. I should probably have like one of me and friends, but I was kind of into the grind era. So that's my current vision board. Maybe I'll share a picture of it just for fun if anybody wants to see it but it definitely motivates me. Looking at my last vision board, it was actually very interesting. Me and my boyfriend recreated one of the pictures that was on it completely, and I didn't even know that that was happening. Like, I wasn't intentionally recreating the picture, and I looked back at it because me and Masai were like, okay, let's say goodbye to this vision board and see what we actually did off of it, and that was insane. Like, the pictures were, like, almost identical. Besides that, some different vacations were checked off of it. There was, like, a yogurt bowl, and I, like, ended up making the very same 
same thing and I didn't even realize it. Pilates, but that was already in my life. Career, there were definitely some career things that were in there, such as events, and now I plan and host influencer events. So that was something to cross off, but it was in a completely different way than I thought, which was very interesting. I think that it's really fun to look back on it once you're making a new one as well and just be like, oh, so this is what actually happened. This is how much I stuck to it. Another thing that I think is really important is re-evaluating your goals. And this is if you are someone who made some 2023 goals or if you just have general goals that you've had for a while. Me and Masai, as we talked about in our last episode, did a goal reevaluation where we went back on those goals that we made, what, eight months ago now, and saw how we either achieved them or how something else happened, and now we have different goals. And that was pretty insane to look back at as well and very interesting. And I think that it's definitely something that needs to be done at least half of the year in so that you can reevaluate what you're actually working towards and what you've already completed and need to make something new for. Some examples of ways that that changed was that I work as a server. For my career goal, I put that I wanted to be an event ambassador for the company because during the winter season, a lot of people don't come out and so they have events instead and then you serve the events. Instead, I figured out specifically where I wanted to go with my career. I knew that I wanted to do business, but I didn't specifically know what, so I specifically found out. I got an internship in the field, and the internship gives me very unique experience that most interns don't get, and lots of responsibility in many aspects of business and marketing, which is what I'm wanting to do. So that was a very big pivot that I look back on and was like, wow, I had no idea that I would be doing this right now. And this is so much better than being a freaking event server. Like what the heck? (laughs) And then now, of course, I'm going to have a new goal within my career that needs to be made instead of uh, latching onto that old goal. So it's really important to look back, see what pivoted and rewrite. Following off of that, I feel like for a lot of our goals, we maybe put them off. We're like, oh, I'm going to wait until Monday or I'm going to wait until next month. I'm going to wait until the next quarter, the next season, whatever you think it is. And I've fell victim to that many times. But recently, I've realized that if you have the inspiration to do something, you need to do it right now. And there is no reason to wait because that inspiration is going to leave. Motivation is not a consistent discipline is. So once you have the motivation, you need to do it right there and then follow up with the discipline after. But the motivation is what gets you to the first step. And that is very important. This podcast is an example of that. I've been wanting to do this for about a year. And then what, like a month ago, I had the inspiration. I was feeling very creative and I wanted to do it. And within a week, I made the cover, made the introduction, figured out what the first episode was going to be, got it on all distributions, all platforms, made the name, the description, the message, what it was about, lined up guests, all within a week. Literally a week from when I texted my boyfriend that I want to for real do it, I released my first episode. And now, whenever I'm not feeling completely motivated to record an episode, that's when the discipline comes in. That's when the discipline makes me show up every week and makes me think of something and makes me find guests. But if I waited to do the first episode, it would have never happened. So that's why you need to do it now. Rely on the motivation because it will not stay there forever. Sometimes it won't even stay there for an hour. So make those first steps and then those steps will inspire you to continue. Anyways, that was a random rant, but I think it is important 
whenever we're talking about goals because our goals are there for a reason. You also need to set intention with them. Why are you having this goal? Is this even a goal that is going to get you to where you want to go? What is your end point and how is this goal actually getting you there? Is this goal not aligned? It's easy to set goals and not set an intention behind it and not remember the reason as to why you're wanting to reach it and then not want to actually reach the goal or not have the motivation to because you don't even remember why you're doing it. So another important thing when setting your goals is to set an intention and set why you're setting that goal. What is it leading you to? And then take actionable steps, of course, but make sure that you're remembering why you're having that goal and check your goal sheet often and update it whenever you need to because that will help you out a lot in considering where you're going. I kind of just relate this all to the fall season because honestly, August feels way more like the new year than the new year actually does. I've always thought of the years as school years. So it just makes more sense to me. Like, this is my new year. This is my for real new year, not actual new year. I don't understand what she is. So this is a time of big inspiration for me. And I love the routines that it creates. That being said, let's get to some fall motivation things to look forward to so that you're actually excited about fall. I used to be a girl that fell really deep into a seasonal depression. I don't want to diagnose myself with that, but like a loose seasonal depression. I was not happy in the fall or winter time. And I think that that changed maybe two years ago, maybe just one year ago, honestly. But I think it's because I hated public school, like middle school and high school so much. I just hate the structure of it that it really drained me and I didn't really have any passions. I didn't do any seasonal activities. I just wanted to hole up and wait until the sun came out. And that is not a fun way to live, obviously. You don't want to be living half of your year in hibernation. So it's important to try to pull yourself out of that. And here's some ways that I have done that. Tapping into the season is really important in doing seasonal activities because number one, you can look back at a season and be like, oh my God, summer just flew by or oh my God, fall just flew by. And I think that a big reason that people think that is because we're not doing the seasonal activities. Like, yeah, fall's gonna fly by if you don't get yourself a pumpkin cream cold brew and carve pumpkins and light your fall candles and do all these things. It's not gonna feel like it even happened because you weren't embracing it. And it's also not gonna be fun if you're not embracing it because a lot of romanticizing your life and it's I understand that it can be annoying because it's like a TikTok term, so it's like shut up, but it does really help you make life more joyful and just make it more fun. I mean, I feel like most of the things that we do and most of the passions that we have are something that has reminded us of an innocent childhood, no responsibility nature. I feel like that's what people are normally trying to get at through their passions. So tapping into things like pumpkin carving whenever you're a kid or lighting fall candles like your mom used to have, those are things that will bring you back to that sense and make life just so much more enjoyable. So some things that I look forward to, number one, a pumpkin cream cold brew. Have I not said it like five times in this podcast already? I was a pumpkin hater. I was a hater for like my whole life until last year when Masai bullied me into getting it. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Or actually I think she just made me try hers and it was so 
freaking amazing. I was so stubborn on it. People get so annoyed about this, but I don't like cinnamon, which is really weird and really annoying. And I wish that I like cinnamon because people love cinnamon and I wish I could experience that. But you know what? I hate cinnamon. And you know what? Cinnamon isn't even in the pumpkin cream cold brew, but pumpkin spice, I correlate with cinnamon. I don't know. In my brain. So it was a brain block. So that's why I didn't get it for so long, but now I am freaking obsessed with it. It took all my money last year, and it's going to take all my money this year, and you know what? I'm fine with that. And the universe was basically telling me that my addiction needs to be fueled because yesterday was August 24th. I'm recording this on the 25th, so you know the fall drinks came out yesterday, and I ordered one before school, obviously, and I ordered a grande, and they gave me a venti. I was like, I've never gotten a venti before in my life. So this is the universe just trying to make me addicted and telling me that I need a million more. So that's what I shall do because that's what it's telling me. Other things I'm looking forward to, big sweaters and sweatsuits. Those are my happiness. It's my comfort. Even in the freaking Texas summer heat, like 114 degrees, whatever the heck, I was wearing my big gray sweatshirt because it is my comfort sweatshirt. Not for like times I was going to be outside in for a long period of time. Just if I had to like walk into a grocery store, I'd still wear it. But I would still wear that thing. And my boyfriend is like, you need to burn that because <laughs> I wear it like every single day, but it's so comfortable. These are my comfort clothing. And if I'm wearing anything else in a comfy setting, like just in my house lounging around, it feels wrong and I'm uncomfortable. So I am so excited that I can wear this and not be sweating underneath and not be judged. That's an exciting moment for me. Sweatsuits, I want more of because how am I so obsessed with big sweatshirts and don't have any sweatsuits? I need to get more of those in honor of fall and I'm very excited to purchase them. I want the Aritzia ones because they're cute, but who the heck has that much money? So please send me recommendations that are cheaper because I want the quality basic vibe because I honestly buy mine from Amazon and just Hanes big sweatshirts and I like cut the top off them and make them off the shoulder because... I don't like when my neck feels constrained. <laughs> I'm like really weird about my clothing, the way it fits me, I guess, but that's just my comfort. Please give me recommendations if there are cheap sweatsuits. Next thing, going to a cute coffee shop to do homework. I am so excited for that, even though I already have my coffee shop. Me and Masai have recently gotten obsessed with Legree instead of Pilates. People use it interchangeably. They are different. Legree is way harder and I think we both hit kind of a plateau because we were doing Pilates for almost a year. So we hit a plateau with it and wanted to try something harder and so we've been obsessed with that recently. And two minutes walking distance is the most perfect, beautiful, comfy, cozy, tasty coffee shop ever. I am so addicted to it now. They have a maple and brown sugar latte. I like to make maple syrup lattes at home. I hate that Starbucks doesn't have a maple syrup option. Why do they have everything but not that? So the fact that they had that was a sign from the universe. We go there all the time now already. Like after Legree, we'll just walk there. But I'm excited for the walk to not make me sweat through my clothes by the time I get there, even though it's only two minutes. It's just gonna be so cozy and I love that place so much. And it's so cute because the instructors at Legree work at the coffee shop too. So they'll be like, oh, hey, did you just come from class? And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, because they work there and they know us. And it's like the most beautiful coffee shop Pilates Legree community ever. And I love it. I just want it to be colder so that it feels cozier in there. Next thing that I'm excited for, Trader Joe's fall items. 
I'm excited for this because I'm going to be honest, last year or any other year of my life, I didn't take part in it. I did not choose to embrace the season. I embraced it a little bit, but not in that way. I didn't make fall items. Actually, I tried to make pumpkin cookies and they turned out terrible and it really made me sad, but I'm going to try them. I'm going to do them better, but I didn't get any Trader Joe's fall items. And I know that those are a staple for a lot of people. And I know that they have so many creative things. I just really want to try them all and really get into the spirit of the season. So I'm just excited to go there and shop around because Masai loves there too. So I'll probably go with her and we'll have a fun little shopping day. Another thing I'm excited for, I've already talked about this, but just better weather. The Texas heat is no freaking joke, especially as a server who serves outside. It is hell. It's like literal hell. Like people have passed out. How am I expected to survive? It's actually, I was going to say it's not that dramatic, but you know what it is. It is that dramatic and it's very difficult and I still put up with it, but boy, am I ready for that weather to change and for it to get a little bit colder, but not too cold because <laughs> then I have to work in the like negative weather too. So middle months. I'm ready for them and I'm excited. I'm excited for a structured routine. Of course, as I've always talked about, I thrive. It's not that my social battery has run out. It actually hasn't, but I'm excited for more of a balance between my social work, relationship, health, life. I'm trying to balance it a lot better. I think that the balance obviously got out of whack because I was prioritizing social during summer and that's totally okay. I have no issue with me doing that. I'm happy that I did that, but I'm excited to retain more of a balance in this season. I don't know if anybody will understand this. The last thing that I wrote down that I am very excited for is to have Gossip Girl as my background show. I don't know if you're a background show girl or music or podcast, but I'm a background show. I always have to have on a background show if I'm in my room or in the living room. Anywhere that has a TV in the proximity to where I don't even have to see it. If it's like in the proximity of me, I don't even know how many feet, it needs to be turned on and there needs to be a background show on because I know it's a terrible habit and I really wish that I didn't have it and I am concerned as most people in my life are, but it just has to happen. I had on Love Island in the summer I turned pretty as background shows and those are obviously summer shows. I just changed it back to Gossip Girl and oh my god, the like fall in New York vibes, so good. I could not deal with the reality of Love Island, like the reality show. It was killing my brain cells, even though I love it so I don't judge anybody for listening to that. I love it. I love the Kardashians, but it was getting to a point to where I was listening to their British. I would switch between like American, British, Australian once I would get sick of an accent and I was just rotating through all three of them and I could just not handle it. So I am so excited to have a normal TV show as my background show and it just completely completes my vibes. I think that that's it for this episode. I think that that's all that I have to say for now. I know that last episode was really long, so I'm keeping it short and sweet and just trying to give you a little bit of motivation to kick off the fall with an excited attitude. Just live it the frick up because what are we doing if we're going into a season sad? It is not the vibes, but I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode brought you value. And if you feel that it did, please rate and review the show, letting me know any feedback, guests I should have on, or topics I should talk about. If you're interested in my content on other platforms, such as Instagram and TikTok, they will be linked in the show notes. See you soon.